Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pens and Stuff podcast. My name's Andrew. And I am Abby. And uh, normally we would say uh, Jim is here as well, but he's not. So I'm um, something. He had a conference. Yeah, he had a uh, conference, um, and he's out of town. But something I uh, I noticed that in all of April, yeah, we have all not been on the podcast at the same time. Is that true? Yeah, it, it, I is, think true. it is true. The first 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 podcast of April, you were out sick. I was out sick. Second podcast, we didn't do the second week. Yeah, because his grandpa died. Grandpa, we had death in the family. Um, third week, I was gone. Yep, had a job interview, and then uh, this week conference for uh jim and so uh that's we'll, interesting but that's okay well when the playoffs hit full force you know like after round one stanley cup final. we'll all be back here heat nope uh yeah so uh the playoffs have started yes yes um, they have we've had about in a, full force in full fact. force yes um and uh, the way it looks right now is all series are two to one uh Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All series All are two to one. All of the series are two to one. Um, no sweeps. However, uh, the Islanders right now are playing the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and are down three to three to three nothing um, at second intermission, I believe. That doesn't mean anything. They scored four goals in like yes, no. two minutes in the last game. So yeah, never count them Islanders out. Once they get the momentum, they can go crazy. You you cannot. You cannot count them out. Can I count them out? No. Uh, but uh, so we thought it might be fun to go through the series. Since no. there's no Penguins hockey to no talk about. No Penguins hockey to talk about. Um, no, it will be fun to go through the series and uh, just talk about, uh, you know, have our best series, worst series, like the most boring series, I guess, is how you would pretty much say that. Yeah. And then uh, the uh, most underrated series. Yep. yep so, yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Abby, if you want to if you want to hit us off with your, uh, your favorite series thus far in the... Uh, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, which, by the way, the logo sucks. I don't, I don't hate yeah, it. I'm not a huge fan of it. I like the older one better, and also the fact that you don't put down on the ice anymore, like yeah. NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. That just, I wish they would do that. I like, I don't mind the minimalist logo so much, but I'm like more of a minimalist, so yes, I don't are. like how heavy the older ones were. How yeah, much you do, yeah. was going on in those? But so I like their logo. I just hate that they don't have it on the ice. They put. Jersey Mike's on the ice with the superimposition yeah. or whatever on yeah. ESPN, but it's fine. Yes, yeah, it, the the in, the the fake boards and the fake the, C, the yeah the, the computer generated. Okay, stuff. I'm not a I'm not a I do not care about the fake boards. I think it would allow you to get more income, you know, because you can put more on the boards. Right. But I I it, it can it, it's sad. It's a you know yeah. I miss out on the the classy classic. Yeah, the classic feel of it. Yeah. Yeah. That is fair. But my favorite series of the playoffs so far has been the Dallas-Minnesota series. And that could be because I'm a homer, but it could just be because it's the series that I've watched the most. Um, Because Dallas, you know, big Dallas gal. Big Dallas gal. But it's just been a very physical series. A very, like, intense, like, heated. Like, this is going to be a huge rivalry no matter the outcome of this series. Come the next few years, Minnesota, Dallas, they're going to hate each other, um, no matter what the outcome of the series is. And so um, it's been really fun to watch uh, lots of heavy hitting. I mean, Minnesota has a lot of big guys, a lot of, like they got Matt Dumba, Ryan Reeves. They've got a lot of guys who will just get down and get gritty. And um, it's just been really fun to watch. Uh, disappointing that 
that Dallas has not been playing near as well as Minnesota in the in the series, but I have been enjoying watching the games as a fan of good hockey, not necessarily as a fan of Dallas, but that would be my favorite series so far. Yeah, valid, valid, valid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, my favorite, but I, I, and I haven't watched it live, okay, mm-hmm, putting that out there, mm-hmm. but the Oilers and Kings. Yes. I mean, being that we're, they start at like 9.30. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're Central Time. They're Pacific Time. Yeah, so we're and not so, going to get to so watch we don't it. Get but... a, we don't get to see it a lot, but I wish, one thing the, uh, the NBA did is like they have the West Coast guys sometimes start in the afternoon. So that way, people on the East Coast don't have to stay up till godforsaken hours to watch, you know, the the, La- the, the Lakers play the or Lakers the Warriors play. Right? play. Mm-hmm. And so I wish the NHL would adopt that instead of just having them all start at seven o'clock their you know their yeah. time. Yeah, because Toronto's headquartered in the Eastern Time Zone. Yeah, but uh, but it's all right. And, no, it's been it's been fun. I feel they've all been one goal games. I believe if I am recalling correctly. Uh, I think the second game that Edmonton won or game two was a four to two one. Okay, it's it's still been pretty close though. It's been close, yeah, and it's been fun. And I'm just I'm excited for the Kings. And originally I did have the Kings because I had to send in my picks, so I had uh, Jim switch it from the Kings in seven to the Oilers in six. But uh, and my predictions can still come true. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. I I think it's been fun, and the Kings have been surprisingly. Uh, annoying for the Oilers. Yeah. And I'm not upset about it just because as a fan of Crosby, I hate all the saying McDavid's better than Crosby. Yeah. And so it's nice to see him failing in the playoffs. Just be to be perfectly honest. I, I do. Yeah. I feel, I feel bad for Edmonton. And if like, if they were to lose, I would feel bad for them, but it's still a very, very good series. Yeah. And uh, if they, if they don't win, that's it's simply on Edmonton. Right. Because both well, both think, both games the Kings have won have been in overtime. Yeah, yeah. And you just, you have McDavid and Drysaddle and Nuge all 100 point getters. You should be able to win in overtime well, against the Kings. Yeah, and against but, the Kings. But LA has like one of the most shut down defenses in the league too. So it's like in overtime, they're not going to let that many high quality chances off, especially not for McDavid and Drysaddle. They're no, double team in those. If guys. McDavid is truly God. Then yeah, he can he, split the he should be able to split the D. Yes, yeah, he's done it before. He's done it before. We should. He should be doing it in the playoffs. And matter of fact, is he's just not. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. I, know. I mean, it, it, it's on them, right? Like you would, you would think so. And Stuart and Skinner I think has been playing pretty well, decent goalie. Yeah, and then they've got uh, LA's got Corpusalo. Yeah, Unis Corpusalo has been playing. He's been playing pretty all right. Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. If pretty you good. ask me, but you know what? Yeah, no one asked me, right? Actually, I, you did because you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Well, they didn't ask, but yeah, I mean, they nine, chose to listen. Eunice Corbisella, nine thirty one and a two. Dang, that is really good. So, third best goals against really or save percentage, excuse me, in the uh, playoffs right now. That's and you know who's got the best uh, goals against? Akira Schmidt. Oh. <laughs> for the he's Devils. only played one game though. Yes, he is. But he he won that game and only let in one goal. So. Yes, he did. Dang. He played very well last night. He did Although, play very well. I was not watching. I watched the end of it. I was watching the Lakers. I watched the overtime. <laughs> I watched Dougie score in overtime, and I was like, "Boom! Suck on that, New York." Yeah. Um. We. But, hey, New York. You are a very good hockey team. They are a very good hockey team. But you did Penguins dirty last year, and so this we're podcast just, has no love for you. No, we're just voting against you. With I, all I have. I have love for Vlad, and I have love for Kane. 
Yep. Because they were not on the team. They're the new guys. They're the new guys. All right. Uh, Least favorite. Like the most boring game. Like you just turn it off. Mm, Carolina, New York. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm voting for the Islanders simply because it's a good story. If the Islanders beat Carolina, I also have them winning in seven in my bracket. So I'm voting for New York. But like watching the games, I'm like, this is so boring. Because New York never has. Like I've watched a little bit and I'm like, it's just, it's all Carolina. There's like zero back and forth. It's not, it doesn't feel like it has the such high stakes as a playoff game should because it, the ice is so heavily tilted in Carolina's favor. It just doesn't feel like a, a playoff game to me. The only thing that's keeping New York in it, I feel like, is Sorokin. Sorokin is goaded. He actually is pretty good. He hasn't been great in the playoffs, but like he hasn't been bad. I don't know. They've been they've been pretty tight games for the most part, except for New York's win the other day. It completely blew them out. But I mean, I guess today's game hasn't been very close. Is it three still three nothing? Three nothing. Three nothing. A minute in, yeah. So a minute uh, into the third. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. Into the game. Period. What? I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Sorry. Oh, well, I was like, did they score three goals in the first minute? Because I wouldn't put it past Carolina. But no, but anyway, the, the so yeah, that's my my most boring. That's fair. And but the thing about that series is, you would expect it to be like high flying offense versus really good defense. And oh my goodness, breakaway. Zebha, I think of Sebastian Aho. Just oh no, Seth Drivers. Sorry, for nothing. Oh dear. Well, you know you can't win them all. Nope, and uh, it looks like Carolina's going to go up in uh, five. I have them in six. Looks like my East bracket is going to be really messed up. So yeah, I don't. When I I was listening to the podcast, the one that you guys did last weekend, Mm -hmm. I was like, she really picked on New York, (laughs) the Islanders. Well, I thought I I thought they would have a better chance than Florida against Boston, just from what I saw in the regular season. I thought New York would have a better chance against Carolina than Florida would against Boston, but I I I lied. I didn't. I didn't. I was confused I mean, because both. Florida's been contesting Boston very hotly. Well, except a for lot that. closer than the New York the Islanders have. The last game, though, the uh, the <laughs> last game for the Bruins and uh, Florida had been pretty rough. I didn't watch that it was one. Rough That's also kind of a boring series, but that one is not terribly exciting. But also, yeah, well, no, I guess it was only four two. It was it was a bigger blowout then because they scored two in the third to make it somewhat respectable, but. Oh, that makes sense. It was a four nothing game. Uh, for me, my least favorite game is the or series. Excuse me, is the Toronto Lightning game or Toronto Lightning game? Seriously, that was second to me for the most exciting. Seriously, yeah. I Did don't find seven three and seven two very exciting at all. But it's the it's the like the rivalry there because there is a very intense playoff yeah, rivalry there. I guess. Did you see the game last night? The fourth. Yeah, no. Um, I heard that Matthews and Matthews Stamkos and Stamkos. Drop the gloves. It's Matthew's first ever fighting major in his career. Yeah, well, Matthew's is... I don't know. It's just, it's been a very... And Sheldon Keefe had some things to say about that after the fact. He was mad. He was like, well, I guess Tampa knows how to to play the situation because one of their guys was already going to get a penalty on that play. So why not just completely go crazy and you're not going to get penalized for it because that's how games are called. And he was like, and they know that, and they took advantage of it, and he wasn't happy about it, but Uh, he was like, good on them for knowing when to drop the gloves and not get 
like yeah, to come Kyle, out of it unscathed. Kyle but, Dubas started arguing with fans. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, are you a professional or are you not a professional? Yeah, he's not it's a all right. Player. I mean, Toronto no. is very passionate about hockey. I'll give him that much. But for but. me, it's just, I don't know. I don't like seven, two, seven, three games into the playoffs. So like, that's fair. That game was good, but is it going to be, uh, the, is it going to be the, the regular now from now on for like the next until Tampa chokes away a three and one lead or is it going to be, or, or did I say Tampa or Toronto? I meant you Toronto blows. Sorry. That's okay. Or is it going to be, you know, more of the blowouts? I don't know. But uh, I, I just, so far it hasn't been exciting for me. And also I don't ha- really care about any of those teams. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about I want Toronto to blow it, but yeah. also I don't care if Tampa lose. You know, like it's like right. they're both going to lose to Boston next round anyway. So hopefully either are going to lose. Um, so that one is my least exciting. So underrated. This one's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Like what which which series is the most underrated to you? Uh for me it's the Vegas um Winnipeg series. Yeah. Winnipeg, no one gave them the time of day coming in to the playoffs. Everyone's like Vegas and four, like but but they've put up a fight. And like even if they lose, they've they've played a very respectable game and their games are fun to watch. Like it is a battle every every single minute on the ice for them. And I find that a very exciting, um, underratedly exciting series to watch. And, mm-hmm. um, I have heard, um, Josh Morrissey's now out for the series though. Yes, he is. Which is huge. So we'll see how that shakes out, but it's, it's been a very good series so far. Like mm-hmm. you push them to overtime in the last game after being down four to one to yeah. tie it up four, four, you lose in overtime, but still like, I don't know. It's exciting. And to do that on home ice, to, to come back from a 4-1 deficit is, is huge. Push it to double overtime. And, like, you can still come back from a 2-1 series trail. Like, that's not that big of a deal, especially when two of those games that you would have to win would be at home. So, I don't, I don't, yeah. I think, I think that's my underrated series. Valid. Uh, Brock Nelson just put the Islanders up, or not up, but... Put the Islanders on the board, board. yeah. Four one. Or no, not Brock Nelson. Sorry, Adam Pellick. Adam Pellick. I don't know how I got that. <laughs> defenseman <laughs> versus number twenty nine or number three. Pick your choice. Um, Pick. But yeah, for I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that series. So I'll just cut yeah. sign everything you said. Um, they've been really good. Another one, sneaky has been Seattle, Colorado. I know. No one expected Seattle to do anything like they're doing. Like I did. The same thing as Vegas, Winnipeg. Yeah. Like they're coming in and they're, they're, they want a game. And that's even, more than anyone expected. E- even if you don't move forward for the Jets and for the, I guess more for the Kraken than the Jets because Jets are on the older side. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's a building block for next year. You know, you, exactly. you don't change much next year. You know, you can win mm-hmm. and you hope that it's not just like we got hot at the right time. Right. But I mean, you're going to have veneers. You've got McCann, who's argue, uh, pretty pretty young. I think he's like 27, 28. I you mean, have, yeah, you'll have him for a couple more years Yeah, you, you have Vince Dunn, who's younger. He's like 29, I think. So, like, you have your You'll core. have him for at least a couple more years. Yeah. Yeah. To and, build around until you, just, you get that. You, you, you draft well, and you yeah. go into free agency, maybe make, like, a signing or two. Yeah. My only concern with Seattle having made the playoffs is that they won't get as high of draft picks. They won't be able to bolster their pipeline as well. Um, yeah. If that's their plan, is to work for the future. But if they're planning on winning now, 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know what their plan is. No I mean, one knows I, what their plan is because they've only been around two years. So. I mean, honestly, if you make the playoffs, you start winning. Like, you go for a win now. Right. Because you know you can. You made it, yeah. And, I mean, if, if you make any kind of dent, in, like, if you push them to game six or game seven. Yeah. You know you've got what it takes because Colorado is a good team. Stanley Cup champion team. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I it's think it's exciting. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan too. I'm I'm a huge, uh, huge playoff guy. Although I'm very excited. You guys know if you listen to the podcast, huge free agency guy. Mm-hmm. Love the moves. Yeah, it's Love fun. The, just like looking at the caps. So we're gonna have to do like a free agency extravaganza thing. Yeah, this just is sit down and be like, okay, what about this free agent? Like, where is he going? Yeah. This I is the first lost. year that I'll actually be home during the summer for free agency <laughs> yeah. because the past two years I've been at camp. Yes. Um, and so I haven't really been able to pay that close of attention to free agency, uh, but free, I think it'll be fun this year. Free agency and trade deadline are my Christmas and Thanksgiving for sports. Any <laughs> any sport, which is nice because NHL, MLB, and the NBA, NFL all have their trade deadline and free agency at different times. Yeah. So it's like... Moves are always happening yeah. in different sports. Although I believe the NFL free agency and the NHL trade deadline are kind of around the same time. Same NFL. with the NBA trade deadline. Yeah. I feel I like it's all February right. I feel like March. it all happened at the same time this year. But, uh, you know, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, now, speaking of moves. <laughs> Welcome to Random Crap. We want to talk about today. We have a little fun segment looking forward into the future. And it's a game. And we call it Resign or Decline. We took... So, Way too much time to think about the we rhyme. We took way too much time to figure out the rhyme, and it's still a little cheesy. But it doesn't matter. The way the game works is I'm going to give Abby a free agent, and she has to decide whether that team should resign or decline and let them walk into free agency. Um, these are all going to be UFAs, and we're going to start off with a zinger. Should the Vegas Golden Knights resign or decline? Jonathan Quick. Uh, no. They should not resign Jonathan Quick. So they should? Let him walk. They should decline. Decline Jonathan Quick. I don't know if there's that, that much that needs to be said about that. He's just kind of old. Kind of hit his peak a while ago, and he's a good rental, but I don't think they'll resign him. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, how to fix the music. All right, should the Pittsburgh Penguins resign or decline? Jason Zucker. Ah, uh, this one's tough. I think it depends your your ownership and your management, which yes. they have not hired yet. That is need to decide what the goal is. That's which true. I think ownership has said they want to win with Sid and Gino and Tanger one more time. And so, if that's the goal, I think you keep you you resign Jason Zucker. Maybe let a couple of your other guys go. Um, trade away maybe some of the the third and fourth line pieces that aren't working um to rebuild a younger stronger uh more gritty bottom six um to support that top six that you had this year that actually performed really well um so i would say yeah resign jason zucker because he does bring grit he brings offense um offensive like not stealth but like i don't know he's kind of a tricksy little forward not little he's he's very he's a dominating force but he also is really good offensively so i think he's a very good utility piece to have on your team um 
I don't know how much they'll be able to get him for. That might be a little bit questionable. Well, but well, it's, I would say resign Jason. He, he said that he wants to stay. And you think? Look at the team guys who are also up, like Dumlin, Jari, Kulikov, Benino. All of those guys, you take like Kulikov's and Dumlin's salary and just give it to Zucker, and you're fine. Yeah, and you, I, can you don't get need to resign any of those Kulikov guys, and Dumlin. Except for Jari, I think you should probably resign Jari. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right, should the New York Rangers resign or decline? Vladimir Tarasenko. Hmm, that's interesting. I think it'll depend a lot on what the playoffs, what happens in the playoffs. Yeah. If if they win, I would say they'll probably let him walk. If they don't win, they might sign him to a year or two extension because he is a really good, a really good offensive piece that'll that'll uh, just just bolster your top six, which you already have a lot of firepower on. Um, so I think it depends a lot on what happens this off season. Or this postseason, but um, yeah, I would say more than likely they'll re-sign him. All right, yeah, I it depends on what you do with Patrick Kane, right? Because like, both of those guys are up at the end of the year. I don't think they'll re-sign Patrick Kane. Uh, I don't know. We'll I see. I think they will. We'll see. Similar age, just three years difference. Um, should the Minnesota Wild re-sign or decline John Klingberg trade line deck acquisition? That's a good question. I think he does add a lot to their defense. But once again, I think it has to I think it'll depend on what happens in the postseason. Mm. I think they'll probably probably re-sign him to maybe a one year deal. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they let him walk because they do have other competent and capable defenders. So mm-hmm. that's kind of tough. I, if I if I had to choose, I'd say they'd probably re-sign him to a year, a year yeah. or two deal. Yeah. Valid, valid. All right. We're going back to Vegas. Should the Vegas Golden Knights re-sign or decline? Fill the thrill, Kessel. Oh, dear. I would say just decline because he has not been producing at the type of level you Well, you're running him on the fourth line. I'm just, I mean. Yes. Yeah, there's not much he can do on the fourth line. Right. But also, is that because he's not performing well? Mm. I would say let him walk because teams... I don't know if teams want him, but like the type of the type of offense that Vegas runs is not the type that's complementary to a guy like Phil Kessel. At least not in my eyes. I see him as more of like a guy that'll weigh their team down, and I don't think that this team is one that is willing to um, sign a guy just for like sentimentality. Yeah. Um, no. And so um, I think they'll decline him. I don't think. Um. Yeah, I don't think I can see him resigning in Vegas. He doesn't even mm. feel like a Vegas guy when he went no, there. No, he does not. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised if he like, I don't know, went to a team for cheap for a year and then retired or something. Or if they win a cup this year, you know, just yeah. retire then. No. Um. It's true. But yeah, I, mean, I don't. There, I don't think Vegas will resign him. There are talks he could go to Pittsburgh. Huh. For like very little. I don't want him on our bottom six. Sorry. <laughs> we're our, we were old and, and slow this I, year. I 100% agree, but who knows? Sentimentality does weird things. All right. This one's an interesting one. All right. Okay. Montreal. Montreal. Okay. Should they resign or decline Sean Monahan? Depends on where they land in the draft lottery. Mm. I feel like if they get someone, if they get Bedard, or Fantilli, they probably won't re-sign him because yeah. they won't need him. No. But if they don't, if they land a little bit lower, 
and end up taking someone that's not necessarily NHL ready, then Mm -hmm. they'll probably re-sign him to a year or two, maybe more, um, for, like, uh, stability in your Mm -hmm. top six. Um, He brings a little bit more of a veteran presence, and um, I feel like he's a pretty consistent player. Uh, So I think it depends on what happens with the draft. But I think Montreal has really good odds to get a top three pick. They were, like, second or third in the – to last in the league, right? Yeah, roughly. I think they were third to last because then it was Columbus was second to last and Anaheim was last, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I feel like that's correct. Something like that. But yeah, that's what I would have to say about Sean Monahan. Because he is a pretty, he's a pretty good two way forward. But yeah, I think it depends. Yeah. Because they're also building for the future. All right. Something I just found out that I didn't realize is that uh, Ben Bishop is in Buffalo. But that's... I did not realize that either. All right. (laughs) A couple more. Boston. Boston. Should they re-sign or decline the captain, Patrice Bergeron? Depends on what happens in the postseason. I keep Mm, saying that. If they win a cup, cup, he's going to retire. Yes. If they don't, I think he still might retire. Yes. I I think he has probably like a 70% chance of retiring this year. In my eyes. They had a historic season. If they even make it past the first round in the playoffs, I would I could see him retiring yes. this year because it's been a very a very very good year for him to go out on. So. Yes, although he has been injured and has not been able to play in the postseason yet. Really? Yes. How did I he not? He didn't know even that? make the trip to Sunrise with the team. That's but unfortunate. I do agree with you there. I think I think if uh, they win the cup or even if they make it to the conference finals or whatever, I think he goes out on a high note. Yep. But we're talking about someone who's not even close to retiring yet: the New Jersey Devils. Should they reti- resign or decline Timu Meyer? Oh. This is an interesting one. That is an interesting one because this team is built young. They are. Timo Meyer brings a little bit more like been there, done that, but also not because he hasn't really been in the playoffs all that much. Yeah. I... But what's weird to say, it's weird to say that a twenty-seven-year-old brings veteran presence, but he does to, a to team, that team to a team that's so to young. that team, yeah, right. He's probably the one of the oldest guys on that team. Honestly, then there's like Dougie and stuff. Well, but yes, yeah, he's probably like in the top five oldest guys on the team, top seven. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know to be honest with you. I think they'll, I think they'll probably re-sign him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel to, to maybe a couple years. Yeah. I feel like to give up as much as you did, right? You kind of have to. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I don't but know also, either. if New Jersey wins the cup this year, then I mean, all bets are off. Like, I mean, I feel like you'd probably resign him anyway, even if you do win a cup, because right? No, if you if they won a cup, they would resign. Your him. team is built to win, right? All right. Because then you you have Luke Hughes for a full season next year. You have other, you have other young guys that are, that are coming up. You got Dawson Mercer, you got Jesper Bratt, you got Hughes, you got Heesher, you got the other Hughes now. And so <laughs> I, I think the team is built to, if they even make it past the first round in the playoffs, if they make it to the conference final, I have them in my bracket winning the Stanley cup. So like, I, I think actually now that I'm thinking about it, they probably will resign Meyer. Because they can. Because their yes. team is built. Like, the only thing I think I could see them getting in free agency 
is a goaltender. Yeah. Other than that, I feel like they have what they need. They just need to get more experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no. I could definitely see him re-signing Meyer now that I'm thinking about it more. So. It's true. It's true. All right. Final one. Should the Toronto Maple Leafs re-sign or decline Ryan O'Reilly? Or can they even re-sign Ryan O'Reilly? Yeah, I feel like cap-wise, they probably can't. I mean, I guess it depends on who their other free agents are this year, how much contract they're losing. But also, to pay so much for your top six as they do, you can't afford to pay bottom six guys that much money. I don't know where O'Reilly's playing, but I feel like he's probably... I feel like he's slotting, the third line center. Slotting in the second or third line, yeah. And so, like, at, with as much as he'll probably be asking for, I don't think you're going to be able to afford him on your bottom on your bottom six. Yeah. Unless, like, O'Reilly wants to stay. Yes. That's the only re- reason I could see him staying and, and re-signing is yeah. if he wants to. My thing is, with Ryan O'Reilly, sorry to cut you off. No, it's okay. There are a lot of teams out there who would pay top dollar for a Ryan O'Reilly for a couple of years. I mean, yeah. he's old, but I don't think he's talking about retiring yet. I think... I mean, he's not that I mean, he's old. He's 32. So, I mean, in hockey years, that's not terribly, but you look at Jonathan Taves, could, he's only three years older than him. And Taves is falling apart now. He's also in Chicago. But like physically, I mean, like physically and mentally, he's falling apart. He's also in Chicago. <laughs> yes. But Ryan O'Reilly, as an older guy, do you want to play in Toronto? Where the fans are even more crazy than yeah, I don't know. Chicago? That's, I don't know. That's the question. I but don't know. There are plenty of teams out there who, who would give him a two-year deal. The Anaheim Ducks are perfect. I mean, unless you... It yeah. depends on whether you value winning or if you value or your like, cash. I could see Seattle signing him. Seattle, yeah. Or I could see... Even the New Jersey Devils. Bring in a veteran guy yeah. to play on your third line. Yeah. Or like the Islanders. I could see a lot yeah. of different teams. Yeah. The Islanders, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was resign or decline. Dun, 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 dun. That was resign or decline. There you go. <laughs> and I forget. I'm not used to running the board. Usually Jim does. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, let us know. We will probably do a little more in-depth as the playoffs move along and we run out of stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's true. And free agency is looming. My favorite time of the year. It's Christmas to me. Uh, it's pretty fun. But yeah. Uh, so we do have one more thing. I think uh, since Jim isn't here, I think this would be a perfect time for Abby and I to re-evaluate our brackets. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. And maybe offer a couple olive branches if we want to change our picks. Like, we have the bracket challenge, and we have our predictions. Those won't change. Right. But, like, if we want to not look stupid on the podcast, then now would be a perfect time to to make, like, an apology or Yeah, be like, okay, look, I'm... I'm sorry that I didn't believe in the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, they are down two games to one, so... Yeah, yeah. Colorado Um, could still win in five, like I have predicted. I am... I'm granting you one olive branch. One? Just one? Just one change one pick and then if you do change that pick and your first pick does turn out you just you get absolutely burned <laughs> yes. um, I'm changing my Carolina New York Islanders pick yeah to the Carolina Hurricanes in six games as opposed to the Islanders yeah in seven. that would probably be a good idea yeah yeah because what did yeah. you originally have for people who are this is their first I had episode? the Islanders in seven yeah yeah. So I'm going to say Carolina in six or seven as well. Probably six. Yeah. And uh, if I were to change one, that is for me, there are a couple that I would like to change. Are you granting me? No, that's, I guess that's the question. Do you want, can I, I'll allow it. Thank you. <laughs> Just one or 
Is there more, you know? You just gave me one, so I'm just giving yeah, you maybe. one. Okay, I, I thought you were better than me. But um, there are um, a couple. No. Like my Seattle, Colorado pick. I have Seattle winning seven. I still think that could happen, though. That could definitely happen. I have They're only Dallas, down one. I have Dallas in six, which means they would have to win their next three games, which... is possible. There's about 12% chance of that happening. <laughs> I'm gonna be I mean, honest. to be fair, yeah, you're I, right. I, from what I've watched, and I haven't watched much of these guys... I, I do like Minnesota a bit more. Yeah. I think they're built for playoffs. Yeah. I and believe in the Stars just because they're my team. I want to believe in them. Oh, no. But, like, I, if I were a betting person and had to put money on a team to win, I would not say Dallas. Yeah, no. Um, But also, I'm kind of liking Toronto. Uh-oh. I'm being perfectly honest. I mean, they've done a lot. They've changed. Like, they've changed a lot. Like, uh, and uh, it would be dumb for me to switch it. <laughs> yeah, because then they're going to lose. They're going to blow. Seven. Like they're going to go up. Uh, do they play today or tomorrow? Tomorrow, Monday. They're going to go up three one. They're going to go up three one, and then Tampa. It's just hard to dip, bet against Tampa. Yeah, especially when they did it last year. Yeah, and beat them in seven. So I don't. I'm not changing that pick. That's for sure. No. So I I think I will change. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to stay <laughs> pat. We'll revisit this next week. Okay. I feel like we may still have some things to switch. I do I like. Could, I could change a lot of things. I, I could also change my New Jersey New York Rangers pick. Yeah. But you, I'm just a believer in the New Jersey Devils only because I hate the Rangers I'm, so much. I'm a huge Jack Hughes guy. I yeah. really, I really do like New yeah. Jersey. I do. Yeah. Like this sounds bad from a Penguins fan, but I love New Jersey. I think they're a fun team. I do not love I think them. They're but a, they're kind of cool. Well constructed team, and I just I think they're. I think they, they are a very. A very I, in fact, I have them winning the Stanley Cup. I have them making it to the final. Losing to Dallas, so that's probably not happening. But we'll see. Who knows? No, but Who knows? yeah, uh, I'm not going to change anything. No, I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to stay pat. Look at you go. I have time to come back, and I think I might have time to come back and switch it next <laughs> week. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how all of these shake out. If uh, if they keep being as like evenly contested games as like pretty much all of these series are, then I think we're all right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that'll be all for us today. It's a shorter episode. We don't have predictions. We don't have uh, any penguins hockey to any talk penguins about. Hockey to talk about. Um, Not even any penguins news. Nothing has happened as far as like hiring new management or anything either. So no, and we're we'll keep not you updated on that. Well, though. I don't know about me. I'm not smart enough to like be like. I think this guy's going to be the general manager. I don't know who's out there. Me neither. So uh, I think they should hire Amanda Kessel as our general. I manager. think that would be actually. Really fantastic. No, she's not. She's not in the market for that quite yet. No, she's not retired from actually playing. I think it would be fun to get a woman GM. I'm going to be. I think it would be amazing. I think it'd be great for hockey. I think it would be great for the Penguins and uh, and for women in the sport and for women in the sport. And I'm I'm not trying to be like, oh, yeah, little ladies in the sport. No, I'm I genuinely think that'd be fantastic. Yeah, you're not doing it just to do it. No, I I do. And it's weird because it's not something you normally hear. And uh I think I would love a female general manager. Yeah, I think that I, would be awesome. I think it would also be cool to get like a former penguin. You know, I don't know if there are any former penguins like Billy Garen. I saw someone say Yager should be our <laughs> general manager. Uh, no, I don't think. Yeah, that's that too much emotion. Yager has not. Uh, Yager has not uh, gone into that realm yet. So, uh, yeah, yeah, not yet. He's still playing. He's still going strong at like fifty-two. So, yeah, no, not yet. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I just hope Fenway Sports Group doesn't 
screw it up. Yeah, um, should we? I think maybe LeBron. Gotta be perfectly honest. He's majority minor, minority owner. Minority owner LeBron James. Um, it's he's he he works with Fenway Sports Group. So, uh, yeah, I mean LeBron. LeBron. You want to be a Penguins? Anyway, no, um, not not that. That's fine. Yeah. That would be. What is that saying? Uh oh, we're getting a text from Jim. Let's right. see what he has to Jim say. Jim is texting us right now. Let's see. He's got something to share. But he's typing it right now, so it might take us a minute. Interesting. Seven out of 24 games have gone into overtime this this playoffs, this postseason. Nine periods of overtime, and there are only eight series. So, on average... There's been one OT period. About just just over one OT period per series of playoff hockey. That is interesting. Interesting fact. Thank you, Jim, for sharing that with we us. Appreciate that. Yeah. So he is on the pod today. There you go, Jim's contribution to the podcast. You just don't get to hear his sultry voice. Yeah, this is true. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. Um, I am. Andrew. I am Abby. And for Jim, let's go Pens. (laughs) Let's go Pens. Let's go Stars. Let's Let's go go Devils. Yeah, and uh, Kings. I'm a Kings guy. And Jets. I'm a Jets gal. I'm I'm a I'm a Kings guy. I'm a I'm a Seattle gal. Although I don't think they're gonna win, but you never know. You know, Seattle is looking pretty decent. They're looking good for for what we were all expecting. And they're playing Colorado. Yeah, for having been like third in the league last year.